Hello, everybody. Brothers and sisters, music history buffs, song catchers, old heads, new heads, dead heads, and fans of American Roots and beyond. This is Steal Your Song, and I'm your host, Leanne Hunter. In my young years, I was exposed to the Grateful Dead and began going to their shows at around age 11. And as I've grown and gone through life, I've realized with delight how many songs, be they traditional, blues, jug band, bluegrass, and more, that I was already familiar with because of the Dead and Jerry Garcia. I'd hear it and go, hey, I know that. Steal Your Song is the show dedicated to Grateful Dead song interpretations and the original sources. After all, back in 1967, Jerry said of the band, We're clever thieves, steal from a lot of places and rearrange. We've been getting into stealing classic licks, anything we hear. So join me as we listen to the Grateful Dead and dig into the musicians that inspired them. Hey everyone, I'm so excited about this edition of Steal Your Song because we are going to spend our time listening to one of Jerry's big influences, Libba Cotton, who was posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the early influence category in 2022. When I first started thinking about doing a radio show like this, Libba Cotton was at the top of my list. I had, of course, considering the premise of the show, been first exposed to her because of Jerry Garcia and specifically the song Freight Train, and we'll get to that later. But I looked her up and I was absolutely entranced by the videos of her playing. And I'm excited to weave the Grateful Dead into this story in a little while. There's a good story coming. But first, let's learn a little bit about this gem of a musician. Elizabeth, or Liva, Cotton was born in 1893 to a musical family somewhere near Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And by the age of eight, she was already playing music. At the young age of nine, she had to quit school and begin work as a domestic worker. And at 12, she had a live-in job and she earned a dollar a month. Libba's mother said that she saved and saved to buy her first guitar. She had already been messing around with her brother's banjo any chance that she got. And she just figured it out, she taught herself. An article I found says, Cotton began writing music while toying around with her older brother's banjo. She was left-handed, so she played the banjo in a reverse position because none of these instruments were set up for her. And later when she transferred her songs to the guitar, she formed a unique style. Her signature alternating bass style is now known as cotton picking. Her finger picking techniques have influenced many other musicians. Well, as Cotton grew and began a family herself, she moved around the Eastern US between North Carolina, New York, and finally settled in the DC area. And she didn't play in public, except for the occasional church performance. In fact, she did not begin performing publicly and recording until she was in her 60s. See, it's never too late to start doing something that is in your heart. She was, quote, discovered by the folk singing Seeger family while she was working for them as a housekeeper. And in the latter half of the 1950s, Mike Seeger began recording her. These recordings later became the album Folk Songs and Instrumentals with Guitar. And after recording that album, she began playing concerts with Mike Seeger. By the early 1960s, Cotton went on to play concerts with some of the big names in folk revival. And this newfound interest in her work inspired her to write more songs. In the late 60s, she released a record she created with her grandchildren. And we're gonna listen to one of those songs now. This one has Libba playing the music and it features her 12-year-old great-grandchild singing the vocals on Shake Sugary. 
once or twice All out of me Didn't I shake sugary Everything I got is done in part Everything I got is done in part Part my watch Part my chain Part everything that was in my name All out of me Didn't I shake sugary Everything I got is done in part Everything I got is done in part Part my buggy Horse and cat, pawn everything that was on my lot. All out of me, didn't I shake sugary? Everything I got is done in pawn. Everything I got is done in pawn. Pawn my chair, pawn my bed. Shake sugary, everything I got is done in pawn. Everything I got is done in pawn. Well, the Grateful Dead have a well known song, Sugary. In essence, their song has nothing to do with the Libba Cotton song we just heard. However, the Grateful Dead's lyricist, Robert Hunter, did borrow Shake It and Sugary. Let's hear Sugary, and then we'll see how this story progresses. This is Jerry Garcia from his 1972 studio album, Garcia. Sold up tight 
Now this is where the renowned blues promoter Dick Waterman enters the story. 
he used to book shows for Lily Cotton. And here's the story he tells. Years ago, I asked Elizabeth Cotton, who was almost 90 at the time, if she was getting royalties for her song, Shake Sugary, that had been done by the Grateful Dead as Sugary. She said that she had not. So I wrote a letter asking for an accounting. I got back a hailstorm of mail from the publisher, scolding about all of the public domain versions of the song. He goes on to say that even though the matter seemed doomed at that point, he had a chance conversation with the Grateful Dead's East Coast promoter. And when he explained the story, the promoter asked, does Jerry know about this? and says that as soon as he told Jerry the situation, that wheels immediately went into motion. And they came to make a decision that while Libba Cotton would not collect on Sugary, the Grateful Dead would record one of her other songs on a studio album and that she would be given advance on the writer's royalties. Apparently, the elderly Libba Cotton took some of those royalties and bought herself a refrigerator. She was asked if people were curious to where she got the money to buy such a appliance. And she was quoted as saying, Oh, yes, indeed. I just tell everyone it came to me as a gift from some dead people in California. The song that Libby Cotton wrote that the Grateful Dead intentionally recorded to set her up with royalties is Oh, Babe, It Ain't No Lie. Let's check it out. Let's hear Libba finish this song.
And now, as promised at the beginning of the show, let's listen to the song that first introduced Libby Cotton to me. I'm going to play freight train, and I'm going to play it in the style of cotton picking style. That's with two fingers. The, this finger and that one, and my thumb. That's two fingers, see. And when you play with three, it's a right kind of style, but I'm going to play this in cotton picking style.
Libby Cotton wrote that touching song in 1905 at the age of 12. And now we'll hear the version that first brought her to my attention. This is from an album that Jerry Garcia did with David Grisman in 1993 called Not For Kids Only. And living alongside tracks of the Norfolk Southern, I have a real fondness for these trains. I must have listened to this song thousands of times. Chestnut Street 
face the stones at my head and feet And tell them all I'm gone to sleep As we wrap up this edition of Steal Your Song, I just want to say, in no means do I know or understand the full scope of this story. There are different versions and tidbits out there, and it's become sort of a folktale, but there are several things that stand out to me. What's the old saying? Imitation is the greatest form of flattery? Libby Cotton was an extremely talented musician who inspired a lot of people, and music is made to share. It gets passed around, and it changes. A few musicians gain a lot of notoriety, and most do not. The Grateful Dead were by no means the only, quote, successful band to enact a decision like this, to intentionally record an artist's song to ensure that they would get the royalties. But it strikes me as a loving act. What a way to honor and support an elderly musician who was such a big influence. This has been Steal Your Song, the show dedicated to songs that the Grateful Dead covered and the originals, which airs on WEHC and WISE Tuesday nights at 9.30 and Fridays at 3.30. And remember, you can always stream this station live at wehcfm.com. In making Steal Your Song, I often turn to the research and documentation done by the people over at dead.net, deadessays.blogspot.com, and secondhandsongs.com. I'm your host, I'm Leanne Hunter, and I hope you'll join me next time. <laughs>